Coaster, the audio roller, 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 roller. Sorry, your podcast is skipping. This is Hack the Dino, your video games gaming cast, where we talk about the past, present, and future of video games. Don't you forget there's a price you can play because I am the game and I want to play Ben Rosenthal, and I'm joined this week by a very good social media guru and the cheese, not behind the keys, but the falafel who's on the telofl... Anto's here. Yeah, I'm a guy who's uh, stabilizing the tabilizer. Yeah, there you go. Uh, And we've also got on the keys this week, because no one wants to be a part of this show anymore, Uh, Jazz is helping us out. Say hi to the podcast people, Jazz. Hello. Any Anything you want to... Any words of wisdom you'd like to give to the podcast people about uh, what it's like living with me? It's lovely. See? Aw. I'm lovely. Aw. He's actually a good housemate. I'm I'm a very good housemate, and I never steal her food, ever. <laughs> That's a very specific no, thing to admit to. Steal my food. It's always my daughter. Ah, okay, <laughs> that makes more sense. Uh, Anto, what have you been up to in the past week? Uh, past week, I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. Um, we, my free company, Guildmates, and I have just finished the first expansion. Uh, we have three to go. And I'm resetting my sleep schedule currently because I'm moving on to night shifts and it sucks. Uh, yuck. No. Yeah, not fun. Um, I've been uh, playing not much because uh, life finds a way to consistently screw me. Uh, not really. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just I, I tried to go in with the Lost World Jeff Goldblum quote and needed to find a, uh, an edgy hook and went for the most generic white person thing you could say. Ooh, it was me. Um... <laughs> Let's talk about the show. Yeah, let's talk uh, the show. <laughs> we are talking about the 10 most anticipated games coming out in 2022. What else we got on the table, Anto? Uh, well, we're also going to be talking about uh, Switch sales and how well it's doing comparatively to other systems in this sort of time frame. And um, finally, yeah. we are going to get all quizzed up in your face. We're going to pump, pump, pump until we quiz all over it. That's right. Quiz on your faces back to bring all you the quizzy quizness that ever quizzed in the quizzy quiz samba. Uh, we're, uh, we're, we're playing the quiz again. Yeah. It, it's happening. Quiz on your face. Yep. And um, whatever. Listen to the podcast. Fuck you. Anto. Hello. Have you heard of a little machine called the Nintendo Switch? I have. Uh, I've been hearing some really good and impressive things about its numbers. Mm, well... You're about to hear one more thing, and that one more thing is that the Switch, the Nintendo Switch, the little handheld that could, has now eclipsed PlayStation 1 in terms of sales. So for the week ending January 15th, 2021, the Switch sold 341,662 units to bring its lifetime sales up to 102.81 million Units that worldwide is an insane number considering where we are in its life cycle. Yeah, so this compares to the PlayStation that had a total lifetime sales of 102.5 million units. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, first of all, did we think this would happen? And did we think this would happen so soon? Because I believe it was last show, so two weeks ago, 
where we were talking about the Switch eclipsing... The PS2. Yeah, the PS... No, no, not the PS2. This is the best-selling console of all time. No, no, we were talking about that. We... I know, but it actually <laughs> did eclipse something, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, the original Wii. Yes, there you go. Yes, there it eclipsed the Wii. So now, two weeks later, it is just burned through. Now it's above the PlayStation 1. I was honestly quite shocked. I was and I wasn't. Um, really? I did a bit of thinking about like you know the time frame that it came out in and things like inflation and how the video game landscape has changed in the last 25 years. Um, it, it's it's impressive on one hand because, you know, it's a big number. And it's not also because there are way more people playing video games. Yeah, true. And like, there's also been a global pandemic where people wanted to play. I mean, that's the whole reason Animal Crossing yeah. did so amazingly well is because people... I think it was a little bit of uh, fear of missing out, but also it was just a really cool, wholesome game yeah. that you could go to your friends' islands and actually visit them. And FOMO like were... and escapism. Yeah, that's what you yeah. need when the world's coming crashing down. <laughs> so they say. Uh, so it is now the Switch is now the fifth best-selling video game platform of all time. That's crazy, especially after the Wii U. Yeah, like this is what I a change. Having this discussion the other day with someone, Nintendo is so frustrating like you look at their history the nes pretty good gangbusters game boy gangbusters. very good <laughs> super nintendo extremely good nintendo 64 great system <laughs> did not sell well gamecube great system one of my favorite systems ever did not sell most well. powerful of its generation it, it was it's a great console it, it is, is a, fantastic it system. just the other day um then we had the so GameCube. Then it was the Wii. Boom! Absolutely went <laughs> stratospheric. Then the Wii U, mm-hmm. and then of course the Switch. Like, and of course the Game Boy iterations in between them, which you know they've never really had a a bad one. I think the Micro didn't sell too well. But yeah, the, I mean the Micro missed out a lot of. Oh, stuff, Virtual like, Boy. We've got yeah, the Virtual, virtual Boy. boy. Hmm. How could we forget you? I have a Virtual Boy just there. It gives me headaches. <laughs> yeah, it'll do that. That's why it didn't sell well. But yeah, Nintendo's very frustrating. Like, okay, they take risks and they take chances, but I don't understand how it can ebb and flow so much. Like, so much. Yeah. It's it's one of those weird things where you wish sometimes they would just sort of hop on board with what other companies are doing, but then if they didn't do what Nintendo do... Don't say it. Don't. Then we wouldn't have what we have now is what I was going to say. What were you, what did you think I was going to say? <laughs> I thought it was going to be a Nintendo. Don't. No, um, I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to Genesis does everyone. It's fine. Yeah. But yeah, like it's, doesn't it's do definitely much anymore. Does it? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things like, you know, the Wii was marketed towards casual people and people who didn't play games. And then the sort of casual aspect of the Wii led into the Wii U's failure. And then they went, ah, oh, crap, time to do a U-turn. And now we've got the switch. So yeah, I don't know. As Michael Towns is pointing out in the chat as well, Nintendo has enough cash in the bank to fail two or three gens in a row before taking a yep. hit. I've read and heard that from like investors and market people all mm. over like Kotaku and comicbook.com. Because every single one of their systems makes money. Yeah. Whereas Sony and Microsoft and other game consoles, they will take a hit on the console manufacturer and make it up in, in software. Nintendo, nope, they're making a profit. Yep. Each and every console. Yeah, they, they tried the let's make a cutting-edge system with the GameCube and it didn't work for them. And they've never gone back to that sort of mentality with system design and production ever. So, yeah. So next up on the Nintendo Switch hit block, uh, we have got 
PlayStation 4, which has sold an estimated 116.58 million units to date. However, the PlayStation 4 is still available for purchase. So just have to put that out there as well. So that number could go up. Although, how much? Well, it depends on how many PlayStation 5s they well, get out. they said they were going to keep production, uh, keep producing them as well because mm. of a shortage of PS5s. But uh, Then after the PlayStation 4, once they've taken that, we have the Game Boy plus Game Boy Color range at 118.69 million units. Wow, they're really not far off. No, they're from not. From the next targets. Like that's that's like thirteen point seven million units away from the PS4. Yep. And fifteen point eight from Oh wow, look at that math. Yeah, look at the math. Totally not using a cheat sheet. Just in your head, <laughs> just like that. And then of course we have got the PlayStation Two, which is hundred and twenty million plus consoles and is the yeah. best selling console of all time. They're not gonna get there. I think they will. You would think that it's gonna I be the PlayStation Two. I think they'll do it. How? Switch OLED for one. Um, it's going to supersede a lot of old systems from launch, like you bought an OLED to replace your launch one. Yeah, but I also bought five Switches in total, and I've got a problem. Exactly. But that's why they're going to do it. They still might release a Pro or a Super Nintendo Switch, which is, I think, what they should call it. They won't. Do it, you cowards. They won't release... I. They're going to release a new console. They won't release an yeah. upgrade. But if they do, that's how they beat the P, uh, PS2. And the fact that households have bought more than one... Like it's, it's, it's just how they're going to do it. It's it's absolutely going to happen. I think the Switch has got potential to do it, whether Nintendo follow through or not is... So they're seven, know. eight years into their console life now? Uh, 2017? 17, so it'll be five years. Five years. Year. So, all right, so they're definitely way over the halfway mark. Well over halfway mark. I, I just don't see them... Like, all right, it's been an astronomical success, but they've also learned from the Wii U... You can't follow up with something that's the same. You can't confuse your audience. That's like. exactly it. People and thought the Wii U control pad was an add-on for the Wii, and that's why no one wanted one. Yeah, because we don't need it. Uh, you, you need to make something completely new with a completely new name. Mm-hmm. Um, even calling it Super Nintendo Switch, people, parents will just go, no, you've got to switch at home. You're yeah. not having one. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. I think they will go with a new console before they uh, upgrade anything. It's just weird we're getting Breath of the Wild 2 this year. Yeah, I mean, that might sell systems for people who don't already have it or, you know, bought the first one on Wii U for whatever reason instead of getting a Switch. Well, I bought it because I have a problem. Didn't play it on the Wii U. It's just for my collection. <laughs> it's still sealed. Uh, speaking of... Um, uh, Video game anticipation? Sh- sure. We decided to get the 10 most anticipated games for 2022 and put them in a nice list for you to devour with your eyes. Just munch them all down with, with your eye teeth. <laughs> and first up, in no particular order, these are just 10 games that we're really looking forward to coming out in 2022. First up, we have Sifu. Um, basically, every time the playable character dies... Uh, they come back as an older version of themselves. A metaphor for the experience we gain as we age. I really like it. I really think this is going to knock it out of the park. I know. I think Floppy was down on this. I don't think he was looking forward to it at all. I think it, I, I seem to remember Floppy saying he wasn't super jazzed for this, but every time I see a trailer or gameplay of this, I get more excited for it. Just the whole idea of... For me, it was uh, seeing you get defeated by thugs mm. and then you, you die, but you don't die. You, you, you pass out, but then you age and then you come back. It just shows the amount of experience you've had to put into training yep. uh, in order to level up in order to overcome that obstacle. 
Uh, I just thought it was a really, really cool concept. I think the, it looks awesome. I'm assuming we're seeing gameplay here. I'm assuming that's what the game will look like without an, a HUD. I'm hoping it's this. If it looks not like this, it's going to be a disappointment to me personally. Like the art style is really nice. But it also gives a whole uh, range to um, the... the oh, what am I trying to say? The progression. So you know how in a game you have lives. Mm. Like in an old Mario game, you would have lives and you have five lives and then once you have the five lives, that's it, game over. With this, I can see it being, all right, you've got five age ups. Okay. Uh, and once you got through you know, your last one, you die of old age and then that's it, game over. So you have to get better in order to prevent you aging up. Yeah, that'd be cool. In order to get to the end. Yeah. Like, that's just how I, I, I sick. foresee it coming. Um, yeah, looks really, really cool. Really looking forward to it. It comes out February? Yeah, February 2022 this year. Um, to answer your question very quickly, Dylan, um, it's very similar to something like Streets of Rage or River City Girls. Um, not side-scrolling, obviously, but it's it's very much like a 3D brawler. Um, if you ever played anything like Def Jam for New York or Def Jam Vendetta, something like that, um, just way more focused on martial arts. Mm. Or Fortnite. What? <laughs> What's the next one we're looking forward to, Anta? Uh, I mean, not me personally. Oh, really? Controversial opinion, maybe. Um, All right, we'll read out and then explain Horizon why. Forbidden West. Um, so Floppy's going to hate you. I, Floppy and I have had this conversation once, and he told me, look, just play it on easy mode. You'll enjoy it more. It's true. Um, yeah, so Forbidden West is promising to answer a lot of the questions and sort of mysteries that were still present in the original Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, what were some of those questions? I don't know, because I didn't finish it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you got lots of unanswered questions. Exactly. Um, so yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm not the right person to talk about this game. <laughs> so well, I'm going to throw over to you. Sure. As someone who's never played this game, but owns it, <laughs> I'd like to say... No, I, I am looking forward to this. Uh, from the reviews, I've, or the, the previews I've been reading of uh, industry people who have got access to this game already... Uh, the one comment that comes through in all these previews is that they've taken every single thing that was great in Horizon Zero Dawn mm. and made it better. Okay. They've upgraded it. They made it cooler. Because my issue with it was for as cool as it looks and everything that just... The presentation, the, the gameplay feels good. Like, it's just a good package. It just feels like it takes far too long to do anything, even combat. And I think that's why Floppy told me to play on easy mode. The one thing that really like turned me off of not playing it is the whole crafting as you go thing. I don't like crafting in games. Mm. Like I'm an old man. I like everything being sort of set up and, and ready to go. Give me the master sword and that's it, done. No, 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 <laughs> not, not so much that. Because Breath of the Wild was a different kind of crafting. Like you just lost your weapon and had to get another one. That, that's different. I, I actually didn't mind that. Um, but the whole, oh, I'm out of arrows now. I have to go get sticks and twine and yeah. find a spot where I can sit there and bang a hammer for a couple of animations. It's, it's busy work inside something that's meant to be fun. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's grinding without fun. I say that, but I play an MMO. So I don't know. Hypocrite, maybe? <laughs> so I would like to play this game. I haven't played the first. Um, I don't know. If we get a review copy, I'll, I'll steal it off Floppy. <laughs> Just to annoy him. No, I wouldn't. I'd give it to Floppy. But this is, uh, I know, Game Boy Dad. It's his Game of the Year prediction so far, which is a big call. Uh, and I know Floppy is extremely looking forward to this, so I don't think there'll be many uh, gaming sessions with Floppy while he's going through this one. Mm, yeah, this will be his pick for a while, I think. All right, uh, do you want to 
Actually, I'll go into Elden Ring because I think the one after that you'll want to talk about for yeah, uh, 20 I'll, minutes. I'll take the next one. Which I won't is... take 20 minutes, though. Oh, no, well, we've got the time, so you might as well. <laughs> so start thinking now. But the next game uh, we are looking forward to in 2022 is Elden Ring, which has gone gold and is officially coming out this year. Uh, two weeks. Uh, wow, two sorry, weeks. Well, two weeks after Forbidden West. Uh, okay. So uh, Braden mentioned last show that uh, when Horizon Zero Dawn came out, people were blown away by it. Two weeks later, Breath of the Wild came out, mm-hmm. and everyone forgot about Horizon. He was worried that Horizon Forbidden West is going to have the same thing with Elden Ring because people are frothing over Elden Ring. I do not know why. Is George R. R. Martin doing a Souls-like game? Is, it, is that the size of it? He, yeah, he basically wrote the the story and back story and the lore and all that sort of stuff for it. I've and got then, it right here on my yeah. notes. Hideki Miyazaki, <laughs> creator of Dark Souls, has teamed up with the Song of Fire and Ice author George R. R. Martin for Elden Ring. Yeah, there you go. That's pretty much what we need. It's a Dark Souls game with Game of Thrones level storytelling. Uh, open world RPG set in medieval land filled with dragons and demigods. Yeah. Ooh, and see, this is what I don't get about the Souls likes. When is it, it might just be me, but when is it fun to get so frustrated that you keep on dying and can't defeat a boss? Are you just chasing that dopamine hit when you finally do defeat it? Because um, I don't have time for that. It's an interesting one, and I've got some friends who, you know, the Soul series is their favorite series of all time. It's just the lore, the world, the universe, it's perfect, and the gameplay is what they like most about it, I think. Mm. For me, I play to a certain point, and if I get frustrated, I stop, and then I go back to it. I don't understand the the mentality of beating your head against a wall until you're bleeding, and then, you, you know, wait for sort of the dopamine, as you mentioned, but... I don't know. There's something to be said that Dark Souls is probably more... I feel like it's more aimed towards people who grew up playing like Castlevania on the NES because it's the sort of game that you play repeatedly and over and over again to get better and a little bit further every time. And it's it's got that very old school game design sort of philosophy of pattern recognition. You need to learn this fight, learn the mechanics, and just do better next time. So it's definitely not, and I hate this term, it's definitely not for someone who plays video games casually. Me. It's, you know, it's it's aimed at someone who either has lots of time, lots of patience, a bit of both, or is just a masochist. Well, you know, th- there's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, I, I... Not for me. Not for me. I wanted to try Bloodborne once um, and download it on my PS4 mm. and then just wasn't brave enough to give it a go. I mean, because... I don't have a lot of time to get into. Like I had last year, I did not finish a game at all. I know floppy was not even one. Wow! Did not roll credits on a single game last year. Not even Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, Pokemon. <laughs> I did. There you go. But the other one was well, because you can play that with your eyes closed. Like I can be asleep finishing. That yeah, thing. that's true. Um, but it's just a time thing for me. A time sink. At yeah. that point of life now, where. Uh, for me to be able to jump in, play 15, 20 minutes and be able to jump out, it's great. Pokemon's like that. Like Arceus, I can tell, is going to be like that. I yeah. can jump in for 20 minutes. Uh, again, I bring it up all the time and, and everyone loves it and loves me talking about it. Uh, but Fortnite, I can jump in, do the daily tasks and it'll be done in 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, it's just that fun, relaxing time. Games for me are a way to relax because I played them so much as a kid. I have that... Um, I won't say affirmation, but that's not the word I'm looking for. 
Association? Association, that's the one. Association with just sitting down, relaxing, playing a game and enjoying it. And that were the type of games that I grew up with anyway, the old NES games that were hard as hell, but they had to be hard as hell because you only got one game a year and that game had to last you to your next birthday or Christmas. Otherwise, yeah. No, it's really weird about NES games What's and that? Super Nintendo games as well. No one complained when they cost like $200, like Earthbound. But yeah, but now a $70 game is too much. Well, that's because people are... Um, Stupid. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just going to say it. I'm going to get that on a shirt. All right, Anto, you're up. Is it my turn? Yep. Oh, my God. Okay, so uh, March 18th. I don't know if this is a super anticipated one for anyone but me. Um, but given what we've just discussed about Souls, Souls games, yep. um, it's probably not for most people. Um, Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin is coming out on March 18th. Um, from what's been sort of shown off and revealed on this one, uh, this is a reboot slash reimagining of the first Final Fantasy game. But done as a Souls-like. But done as a Souls-like. Um, it's being developed by Team Ninja, who were responsible for the Neo series. It's basically Dark Souls with Samurais. Um, yeah, it's just... I don't know. I don't really know how to sort of speak um, with an unbiased opinion on this one. No, don't. I'm biased all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Openly so. But yeah, it's... I don't know. Final Fantasy 1 has always been very bare bones, very basic. Um... And, yeah, I think going into this with the expectation of it being a remake like 7 Remake is probably a bad idea. But if you want an action game that's not quite as difficult as any of the Dark Souls series or games like it, this is probably a good stepping in point. Um, it's multiplayer. You can play with three people at once. Uh, so it's got online co-op. Um, Do you have to, though? You don't have to. You can switch between your characters if you're playing solo. Okay. Which but is cool. does the computer AI like really suck? Uh, is the computer AI at Ben level, basically? Probably so not. With ben. No, yeah. no, so much better. <laughs> Probably a little bit better. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's a retelling of Final Fantasy One. The whole plot is that you are stuck in a time loop where Chaos, the god of destruction, um, is trying to end the world, and you've got to stop him. And for some reason, the main character is called Jack, and not something cool like Cloud or Squall or Tidus. Sorry, what? Yeah, I don't know. He's just called Jack Garland. No, no, know. no. What was that last name you said? Titus. <laughs> Shasha Titus. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm excited for it. Who I checked... names their kid Titus? I always thought it was Titus because 10 was set and like themed around oceans, but apparently it's not. It should be. It should be because it sounds less stupid. I reckon someone was having you on. No, it's, it's the official voice acting gives it the name Titus, which is dumb. Yeah, but that's, uh, you know, English voice acting, and they're always wrong. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I'm excited for it. I got my pre-order down a couple of weeks ago. Um, I'm going to be playing through this with one of the guys I play Final Fantasy XIV with. Um, he's platinumed all of Dark Souls. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he, he likes these kinds of games. Does he ever <laughs> see light? Yes, he's actually my boss. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. Um, I think if you want to sort of give this kind of game a shot this is probably the better one to jump in with um it's a little bit faster than dark souls and a little bit more forgiving um and you don't need to know a huge amount about final fantasy to stop in so yeah i'd give it a shot speaking of not knowing a lot about final fantasy the following game character would also not know a lot about final fantasy because they're a cat i'm talking of course stray stray's coming out michael town's game and a, a Braden game as well very much a Braden game i'm very much looking forward to this uh so i've got one line here which i think describes stray perfectly <clears throat> you play as a lost cat exploring a cyberpunk world where robots drink alcohol what more could you want 
And that is my TED Talk on Stray. I'm very much looking forward to playing this cute little animal as it goes around with his robot friend, uh, solving mysteries and uh, perhaps getting into some hijinks. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Uh, next up. Next up is Starfield. Uh, so it's the first new IP from Bethesda in 25 years. Um, it's being billed as effectively Skyrim or Elder Scrolls, but in space. Um, apparently the tagline is search for the answer to life's greatest mysteries. So where my socks keep going. Yes. Because the dryer doesn't have them. I don't have a dryer. That's well, there what's you crazy. Go, <laughs> like, what's going on? I don't have a dryer. My socks just keep disappearing. Mm. I'm glad I'm, I'm bringing up this real worn and tired cliche, but I was reading something and I need to make a joke. Like... <laughs> Really, really quick. That's all good. Uh, you excited for this one? You going to play this one? Nope. <laughs> no. <neither. laughs> um, I'm interested. If I'm honest, I'm. I've got an Xbox. Like we, Coda and I, got one as part of a, a Telstra plan because mm-hmm. we got you know three years of Games Pass with it for nothing or something. Um, good plan. Yeah, like I don't know something about this game in particular like i'm not a big elder scrolls fan which is weird because i like fantasy games and i like fallout mm-hmm. i like the formula and how the games play but skyrim just sort of made me go nap don't like this and honestly they've done nothing with anything really outside of doom from bethesda has really sort of piqued my interest in years yeah i mean so i'm yeah i was hoping that this was going to be everything that no man's sky was well, wasn't. Wasn't to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I understand No Man's Sky is really, really good now, but to me, it's still a battery sim. Yeah. Um, I want an exploration game. And if I was really hoping this was going to be like a, a mm. multi-planet explanation game. Explanation? Exploration <laughs> game. Uh, I mean, the cutscenes look great, but you can't really... Yeah, like, it, it looks like interesting. Like, it looks as sort of spacey and futuristic as you would want a game like this to be. I don't know. I just I feel like you need some sort of cataclysmic the world is ending event to grab my attention or comedy where you're using web shooters to get caught on a Fortnite car and floppy drives you through a building. I don't know. Like it just doesn't grab me and honestly nothing Xbox really has in a long time. Right, do you want to read out the next two because I've got the last two <laughs> and they're 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 doozies. So yeah, go, go for then. the next two, Anto. Uh so the next one, God of War Ragnarok. Um Excited. Sequel. Yeah, it's exciting. Like I'm pumped for this you know, I'm more playing. excited to play it for the story than I am to actually play the game that's like, I'm more excited to see the continuation of these yeah, characters no, that's totally fair the way Kratos was captured in Duh. original 2018 God of War was just brilliant I liken it to um, the original God of Wars when you first played him it was frat boy Kratos yep. and now he's grown up into old man Ben Kratos like this <laughs> hates everything like his son annoys him and you need a big axe him. you just need a big axe but yeah, um, sequel to God of War continues the story ongoing um, with him and Atreus. Thor has been shown off. You yep. get to fight him. You're That's pretty Thor. cool. Yep. Um, and he's he's proper Thor too. Oh, he's, he's not pretty he's a boy big Thor. Boy. He's, he's not Chris Hemsworth. He's a big hench dude. He is. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna mess me up. Yeah. No, it's very exciting. And like, if it's anything like 2018 God of War was, where it pushed for PS4 Pro, it's gonna look brilliant it's going to play and just look it's fantastic PS4 as well this is getting a ps4 and ps5 release yeah, but see, that worries me i'm hoping they just do everything they can for both ports to push everything they can like out of the systems the only thing the only apprehension i have on it, again because i love the, the storytelling so much is the fact that 
Corey Barlog isn't directing it anymore. He's uh, still in charge of the story. Uh, Alana Pierce is writing for this as well. Um, well-known Australian video game commenter. Uh, mm-hmm. You should go and follow her if you're not already. She's brilliant. Uh, and uh, Anthony Birch, mm-hmm. who is Ashley Birch's brother, yep. who is also the DM of Dungeons & Daddies. Uh, ah. Extremely funny person. Like, super funny, super quick-witted. So I've got a lot of um, faith there. But also a little bit of apprehension because someone new is coming in. Yeah, understandable. It's it's like the only thing I can compare it to is when um, the lead writer for Mass Effect 1 and 2 left. And yeah, 3 wasn't quite as good because of it. Oh, really? Yeah, a little oh, bit. Oh, that ending. Yeah, three colours. Three colours. The very choices. first time that the internet got their way and we <laughs> regretted it ever since. All right, what's the other game? Next one is going to be a favourite of Verity when it comes out. Um, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Um, we don't know 100% if it is 100% like an open world kind of Kirby game. It looks to be that way. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, it's it's kind of got a very similar vibe to Mario Odyssey uh, in terms of how it's been presented. That's not what I wrote. That's not what I'm reading. I'm going to read out what I wrote. Yeah, you can. can you, oh, Last of Us. That's why I didn't read it. <laughs> so, my my <laughs> quote here is: uh, "It gives me Last of Us vibes. Let's hope Kirby's mini golf game isn't in it." Ah, sorry, it's terrible, but it's funny. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> 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 Uh, I'm excited right. for this. I haven't played a Kirby game since uh, well, it's because Epic Yarn. Traditionally, Kirby uh, signals the death of a system. <laughs> what? Go back and look at the release dates. Whenever a system or a console is dying, there's a Kirby game. It's the final nail in the coffin for that system. Old Kirby, the big old death knell of every video game system that there when is. When did Kirby come out on N64? Oh, I don't know. That's what I'm Googling. Okay. Uh, but while you're... Oh, you're right. It came out like two days before the GameCube launched. Well, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you can uh, head on over to hackthedino.com and uh, give me my money in Patreon form. <laughs> uh, okay. So the ninth most sought after game or most anticipated game this year is, no surprise to anyone, Legend of Zelda 2. Uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. Bring it out. Yeah. Uh, cannot wait. Uh, I am getting so many Majora's Mask vibes from this trailer. I'm thinking Majora's Mask Twilight Princess. Yeah, no, not so much Twilight Princess. Majora's Mask for me is the only time a game sequel, like when I got it and they'd reused all the assets and it was a smaller game and everything, I thought, but then as you got into it, this game was amazing. They actually made the NPCs fleshed out and like made you care about them. Yeah. Uh, And Pretty much every PC, NPC had a, uh, a side quest for you to complete. And you went through and did it all. But this is the type of vibe I'm getting. I think, uh, obviously, they've shown a lot of the sky and with links to Skyward Sword as yeah. well that we're looking at maybe we're going up there a lot more. Uh, Link, of course, has his new ability to go through walls. It's for green twizzly If that is indeed that Link. Think Twilight Princess. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they're all tied together. No one knows where it falls in the mm. Zelda timeline. They did it on purpose. Yeah. So, like... They won't bog down in continuity. Uh, I'm still waiting for the uh, the epic Zelda game where uh, multiverse style. They have to bring Link from every single game all together, and you have to play as all of them to defeat every Ganon ever. No way home, but with Zelda, <laughs> <laughs> that would be fun. That yeah, would be fun. No, this this game's going to be exceptional. I, I honestly cannot wait. And the number one most anticipated game of 2022. That's right. People were clamoring for it. People so could not get enough pick. of it. Uh, 
any tiny bit of news coming out, people would absolutely bunter over it. I am, of course, talking about the soon-to-be surefire classic abandoned by Blue Box Games. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between. There was an update on December 24 on their official site with heaps and heaps of news, which is kind of weird. You, you know, December 24, something happens around them where a lot of people may not be paying attention. So yeah. it doesn't make sense that you put an update on your most hyped up game ever uh, to get buried in the holiday stuff. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Uh, anyway, uh, Abandon has been in development since 2017. <laughs> Look at what Jazz <laughs> oh that's right uh so uh, on the screen now we can see footage of abandon uh, <laughs> which is uh for the podcast listeners i found footage of just large piles of poo steaming <laughs> oh dear abandon has been in development since 2017 but it only became the studio's main focus earlier this year after the game was officially announced Abandon's playable prologue has been delayed out of 2021 and into quarter one 2022 with, and I quote, the game reveal being around the corner. So the, the gameplay reveal is going to be around the corner, everyone. Wow. Okay, but the gameplay reveal being around the corner is akin to them saying, hey, here's our tech demo. It's It's been three years in the making, and then that got delayed. It's an asset flip. This game is an Honestly, asset flip. This game's going to... Even if it it's comes out, it's going to suck. It is not a game. It's, uh, the post also mentions a playable tech demo that will be launching on the Real-Time Experience app in 2022, as well as that's meant to showcase the technology behind the game. However, Blue Box doesn't clarify if that's going to be the same as the prologue, prologue or if it will be a different release altogether. I think prologue is right because it's never coming out. <laughs> Honestly, like it's... <laughs> It's so easily readable. It's such an obvious pun, but this game has been abandoned. It is not going to come out. No, it's... it hasn't been abandoned. Like he, he just thought he could troll the <sighs> internet and found out the hard way that no, you cannot, good sir. Mm, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Uh, Anto. Hello. Do you know what it's time for? Uh, deals! Deals! Oh, you don't get scared. No, I don't. I know it's coming. <laughs> All right, uh, so coming out on... Well, sorry, this is the part where we look at free games or uh, deals that you should be paying attention to on your old video game consoles. That's why we do the research and find out what games you want to spend your money on, but not as much money as they would be at full price. Yes. So the best game I could find this week on the Nintendo Switch is a little own game, but sure to be a, a surefire classic. Uh, it's called Triple A Clock. Now, this game, Triple A Clock, was $7.50, uh, but now it's only $3.00. So in, in this game on the Switch, it turns your Switch into a clock, with the selling point being you can take the clock with you and tell the time anywhere, at any time, day or night. You know, for those of us who don't have phones or wristwatches. Game and watch. <laughs> so they're <laughs> showing the, uh, uh, the, the show rule here. There's also... Oh, it's got a game in it. It's got one hidden game that you have to find. Amazing. Does it only come out at like... It's a bonus game. The witching game. hour between 12 and 1 a.m. 12 and 12.01. Uh, <laughs> so that, there you go. For the, for the little amount of $3, you can get AAA clock. Hey, Ben. Yes. Do you like uh, River City Girls? I do. Do you like Streets of Rage? I do. Games like that? I very much do. Well, River City Rampage more so. River City Rampage was a good one. Mm. Um, if you like those kinds of games, uh, on PlayStation, so PS4 and PS5, um, Scott Pilgrim, the game, yeah. uh, has been brought down from twenty two ninety five to $11.47. A very specific discount. 
love this game. But this game is fantastic. I have the physical copy. I've got limited run. Me too. I've got the soundtrack. Included. I got the, uh, not the super duper mega DJ box version. I think Triple Indie bought that one. Yeah, I don't think he's got it yet. I don't think it's appeared yet. Um, but I got the classic release that came in like a Mega Drive style uh, case yep. and came with like the soundtrack and some pins and bits and bobs. I got the Nintendo one. Who would have thought? I got Nintendo one as well. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, I just, it didn't feel right playing this on a PlayStation again for some reason. This feels like a Nintendo game, like couch co-op. Like, well, I, I play mine on the Switch. Yeah. Uh, but amazing game. I played this when it came out originally on the 360. In fact, my 360 still has it installed. I played the demo because I never had the money as a teenager to buy it. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, great game. So it was twenty two ninety five now eleven forty seven, and I think you want to talk about the next game as well. Ooh, the next one's a pretty good one. You sure you don't want to take this one? No, go for it. Um, again, so sort of similar to Scott Pilgrim, if you like beat 'em ups and fighting games, uh, the Street Fighter Anniversary Collection has been dropped from thirty nine ninety five to nineteen ninety seven. Yep, fifty percent um, off. Everyone should get this. It has everyone, every single Street Fighter two iteration should get this, uh, and Street Fighter Alpha as well. Street Fighter two, the collection, like all of the releases. Um, I believe it comes with. Fighting Street slash Street Fighter as well as a Fighting Streets release, I think so. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, and if you buy it on PlayStation, you get a digital download version of Ultra Street Fighter Four as well. Really? Yes. Oh, I did not know that. I've got it on Switch, so I might buy it on the yeah, PlayStation. you got a digital download if you bought uh, this on PlayStation and Xbox of Ultra Street Fighter Four, which still has active servers, so mm. that could be fun. You know what else is fun? Uh, uh, it wasn't this release, but. Um, <laughs> One of the releases on PlayStation, I think it was oh, one of the collection ones, mm. but you could choose like Street Fighter 2 Turbo Ryu and play against Street Fighter 3 Ryu. Yeah. that That's cool. It's just weird. Yeah. With the hitboxes as well. So <laughs> you got, you know, if you played Street Fighter 2 Turbo Original Ryu. Street Fighter Arcade, not Fighting Street. Thank you, Triple Indy. All right. Uh, and over on... The old PS Plus for February. Those games have been announced. Uh, you get, Plus. You get UFC 4. You get yeah. Planet Coaster. And the one that I'm pretty excited about, you get Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep. This one was a DLC yeah. for Borderlands Correct. 2? Yep. I never played this. What's it like? I've never played it either. Oh, Braden it. did. Uh, I'm looking forward to Tiny Tina's Wonderland coming out. It's basically... Uh, yeah, Expanded uh, this, right? Yeah. Uh... Can't wait. I feel Cannot like this wait. is something that would be right up my alley. Like, I like D&D. &D. Mm -hmm. I liked Borderlands. Like, I don't know. I might give this a go before the next one comes out. Yeah. I think it comes out later in the month. Yeah. I don't know. I should probably check my news. It's not going to come out later this month. That'll be two days from now. That's good. Uh, <laughs> pointing out of my errors <laughs> no, of, of right. speaking. See, I'm still in December. Like, yeah, I'm still in March 2020. Like, honestly. And lastly, on Game Pass. Now, this came out la or a couple of weeks back, but we didn't mention it because we were running along that show. And this show, we got plenty of time. So, you know, kick off your shoes, sit back, have a, a Chianti, and um, re relax with your sacks. What? <laughs> uh, anyway, Game Pass. Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition is out now and available to play. And coming out last week, which I'm very excited about and glad I haven't cancelled my Game Pass yet because I want to play this game. Death's Door is now now on Game Pass. You played Death's Door yet? No, I've been waiting for it to hit Game Pass, so well, I don't have to buy it. You're in luck. <laughs> and I feel guilty, but uh, it's, again, a game that I know I won't be able to sit down and play for a large amount of times. Yeah, um, yeah cannot stress that people need to play this enough. Mm. It's a wonderful game uh, from a Queensland development Oh, it was a development well. studio. Cool. Yeah. Well, the, the Raven that you play is actually a magpie. 
not to sound like Clive Palmer, but support homegrown lads. You do sound like that. I really don't uh, sound like Clive Palmer. Don't you dare. No, no. So you can breathe and announce yet. I'm also not as rotund. Um, do you know what Clive Palmer doesn't like? Uh, he doesn't like quizzing on your face. He does not. He's still suing me. Uh, it's time for Quiz on Your Face! Hey! Well, this is where I, uh, usually ask for two questions from our Patreons, but I forgot this week, so next week we'll make it up to you. Sorry, people. Uh, <laughs> but I have here four questions. Each has multiple choice answers. A, B, C, or D. I will read the question. Uh, Jazz, you're in on this as well. Okay. I was just about to ask, like, is this not to... I, I lost last week, so I don't want to sound cocky or anything, but mm -hmm. like... I don't know anything about your video gaming habits, Jazz, so I don't know what your knowledge is like, so maybe this is unfair? It's very minimal. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> I mean, it's multiple choice, so I guess like there's a, a good, what is it, like 50-50 shot that you'll get an answer right? 25%. 25%, yeah. there we go, math. 10%. All right, so here we go. I've got four questions here. These are all chosen by me, uh, and then next week we'll do the Patreon special. So I take my sorry, glasses Patreon. off so that I can't see Ben's computer screen. Correct. Okay, here we go. Question number one. So I'll read out the question. I will read out the multiple choices. And then if you think you know, yell out your name and I'll go to you. You can yell out early if you think you know the answer, but Anto found out last week that's not very wise. Yeah, because we only get one answer. It's not mm. like uh, Breakdown versus the world. <laughs> nope. No, it is not. Man, I cannot see anything. I'm sorry. I'm just not going <laughs> to look at your screen. Good. Okay. Question number one. What was the first video game console played in space? Was it A... The Atari 2600, B, the Nintendo Game Boy, C, the Famicom, or D, the Atari VCS as a part of an elaborate marketing stunt. Who wants to... Anto. Anto? I'm going to take a guess and probably be wrong. Yes? I'm going to guess it's uh, the Atari VCS as part of an elaborate marketing stunt. That is incorrect. Damn it. Jazz, do you want a free, free go? Free try? Was it a Game Boy? It was the Game Boy! I wanted to say Game Boy, but as soon as you said elaborate marketing stunt, I was like, oh no, it's that! <laughs> Damn it! Isn't oh. that the only portable one? Correct. It is! Correct! It is! So Jasmine gets a point there, so Jasmine is now beating both Anto and Brayden. <laughs> I mean, it's not really fair to put Brayden on here anymore, is it? Sure it is. He tried, he was part of it. Anyone who sits here and has a go ah, goes on the board. Okay, so at cool. the end of the year, we can see who the overall winner is. All right, as long as I get one point and I beat Braden, it's fine. <laughs> okay, this one I will be very surprised if you get wrong. Okay, oh god, pressure. Chrono Trigger. Oh god. Is one of the greatest games in existence. <laughs> Sounds very, very objective. There's no follow-up question to that statement. I just needed it on record again. <laughs> How many endings does it have? Oh, God. A, 3, B, 9, C, 13, or D, 24? Anto. Anto? 24. It is not 24. Damn it. <laughs> Jazz, you want to take a guess? 13. It is 13. Damn it. <laughs> Why did I, I, as soon it. as you said 13, I was like, okay, that sounds right. And then you said 24, and I was like, no, nah, it's got to be that. So, uh, Damn. Jazz is now equal with Floppy. <laughs> My knowledge extends to video game music, I'll have you know. <laughs> Zero if you don't like it. Yeah, all right, here we go. Uh, question number three. <clears throat> Race and Chase 
was the name of which famous game before it was changed from a racing game into an adventure game? Was it A, Diddy Kong Racing, B, Ridge Racer, C, GTA, or D, Fast and the Furious Crossroads? <laughs> Can you repeat the question? Because I missed the first part. Race and Chase was the name of which famous game before it was changed from a racing game into an adventure game? A. Diddy Kong Racing B. Ridge Racer C. GTA or D. Fast and the Furious Crossroads I feel like I know it. Well, say your name. But I also don't want to answer first. <laughs> Jazz, you first. I, is it B? B. Ridge Racer? Yeah. That is incorrect. Okay, cool. It's Diddy Kong Racing. It's A. So you're saying A, Diddy yeah. Kong Racing? That is incorrect. What? Really? It was GTA. Are you kidding me? So I've got a little bit of a, a little diatribe here about that. During a test run, a glitch made the police cars attack the player. The glitch was so well received by testers that the developers had to scrap the original concept and rebuild the game around high-speed police chases. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I had no idea. It's pretty Absolutely cool. no idea. All right. Here we go. Last one. Last one. A little bit of video game history here. Space Invaders was released in Japan in 1978. It was so popular it caused A, a shortage of 100 yen coins, B, a shortage in rental properties, C, mass panic as the belief was that the Rue aliens were headed to Japan, or D, mass panic as the belief that Olivia Newton-John was headed to Japan. I'm going to say it's not the last one. Okay. Well, it's not the, the name of the game. So which one do you think it is? Come on. I'm just going to hedge my bets. Anto. Yep. A. 100 yen coins. Correct. A shortage of oh! 100 yen coins. <laughs> Woo! Anto's finally on the board. On board. Oh, yeah. So going through the leaderboard at the end of that round of quiz your face off, whatever it is. Quiz on your face. Okay. Um, Floppy is on two points. Jazz is on two points. Anto is on one point, And Brayden is on zero points. Suck it, Brayden. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone out there in video game land, I trust that your digitized personas can now uh, escape from your digital prison. And roam in the real world once again, only to find out that that real world was really the digital world, just a higher res one. And you need to escape from that digital world and go into the real, real world, which is really the Matrix. But then it's not. Help me. Anyway, Anto, uh, what, do you, what do you do with yourself? What, what do you, what, what, what's something? That's a very personal question. <laughs> what, what's, what's something people can do to look at you while you shower? Um, I'm not comfortable ask, answering that question, I don't think. Okay, what, what, where can but I you can find me okay, at uh, Instagram. Uh, Unit 6. <laughs> I mean, you're off. Um, <laughs> you can find me then on Instagram. Then who have I been watching? I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm on Instagram uh, under Yo, It's Anto. Uh, the profile picture is of... Uh, I've forgotten his name. Cloud? No, it's not Cloud. Um, it's a Persona character. Oh. Monster. Um... It, it, it's um, um, uh, Joker. <laughs> no, it's not. It's like one of the 
personas. Anyway, whatever. It's a persona creature. Uh, I think it's like Jack Frost. There we go. Him. Um, I don't really do a whole lot on that other than share Hack for Dino stuff sometimes. Way to sell your stuff. Um, but yeah, occasionally, like depending on how rare or exciting the thing that I get is, I'll occasionally put things like my video game collections and picks up. Um, I think the most recent one I did was I managed to pick up um, it was one of the Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core branded PSPs, which got a limited run of 77,777 units. Um, I found one of those in a cash converters for a couple of hundred dollars, which wow. was good. A couple um, of hundred dollars? A couple of hundred. Yeah, they go on eBay for four, five, six, quite often. Wow. Um, yeah, um, I was on Facebook. I'm now no longer on Facebook. Wise choice. Yeah, just, I don't know, just didn't want to, didn't want to be there anymore. Um, and occasionally I'll be on Twitch uh, under the Hack the Dino channel. Um, haven't been recently because, as we discussed at the start of the show, I'm currently resetting my sleep schedule for overnight shifts. And yeah, that's going about as well as you can expect it would go. Um, not great so far. <laughs> I'm just going to say yuck. Yeah. Uh, the money's going to be good, but I'm not enjoying the prospect of... Actually, no, I am quite excited for it, to be honest. Like, peace and quiet, getting to... Yeah, I'm not going to say anything more it's fine <laughs> way to end the show on an upbeat level. uh yeah you can also check out floppy who's normally here doing <laughs> what i'm doing um at floppy plays games um similar to myself and what you do mm -hmm. um he puts up pictures of what he's playing what he's picked up what he's found um mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. and you can really. head on over to at mr benjamin where i put up all pics of all my pickups that i get there probably won't be any for a little bit because you've I got spent a lot to post money. pictures of. Well, I think I, I kind of did that last night. I got carried away. I was going to hold off, but as I was cleaning all the cases and everything, oh, I'll just take a picture of that. Yeah, I'll that's just take fair. A picture of that. Um, but I will put them all up eventually. Uh, or you can head on over to Bad Game Arts, where I find the very worst game art that uh, video game history has to offer. Um, Jazz, I don't know if you can bring up Bad Game Arts at Instagram, so we can maybe have a look at some of the ones that went up this week. But man, I even I didn't know that there was this much Bad Game. I thought getting into this deep, I've been doing it for probably about six to eight months now. I thought I'd start run out of uh, game art that was just awful. Just and, terrible. Uh, no, there's heaps out yeah, there. Yeah, there's loads. There is so much bad game art out there at all. How are we going with that, Jazz? I can't find it. Instagram.com backslash bad game arts with an S on the, on the end. Oh, okay. Because bad game art was taken. Yeah. <laughs> so it's we had to S get on creative. Uh, that's yeah, the one there we go so if you can click uh, on just next to alien syndrome so uh, second one down the time voyager one if you can click on that one the next one alien across. syndrome works too discount xenomorph no no other one other way that's the way uh, we can see on the screen here the bible time what? voyager video game machine uh, so you get 12 bible games built right in and it plugs directly into your tv and you can play the bible so that, that's, uh, we can see here, just a, a controller uh, hooked up to a TV. You get uh, to experience the flood of biblical proportions in real time. Yeah, whatever you do, just just do not, do not play Judas in the game. <laughs> Cannot recommend that enough. It does look like a Dreamcast or a Saturn controller, doesn't it? It does. And if we go across to the next uh, bit of bad game art that we had up on there, Jazz, uh, you can see... Uh, Eggerland Mystery. What? Um, so I've put here, the mystery is, what the F is going on here? Uh, we can see in the bottom left-hand corner, or bottom right-hand corner there, I should say, a blue Julius Caesar with green hair. Uh, then we've got some kind of dinosaur with uh, 
you know... Looks like a bubble bubble dinosaurs. Inbreeding, so he's got a massive chin. Uh, then we've got a, a cute little bow person. And then a skull. Uh, and a bunch of daggers. I think it's made by Hal Laboratories as well, who made Kirby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't know what was going on there. Uh, and then next, we have got the classic game, Axe Battler. A Legend of Golden Axe. I just want to point out there's no axe in this picture. No, there's really not. Uh, you got your muscle-bound person with lots of six-packs fighting a uh, red... Several six-packs. With, with a, a red dragon bird and a skeleton with horns. Say what you will. Yep. Golden Axe was a pretty good game. Oh, really? Yeah. Side-scroll and beat him up. Did it have an axe in it? Because Axe Battler doesn't. Doesn't even spell the word axe, axe right. uses a sword. Uh, I can't remember what the dwarf was called, but he used an axe. Right. He's also the best character. You could run and headbutt who, people. Who, who used the E that they're missing from the title? I honestly couldn't tell you. Look at the... Look, they couldn't even copy it right. I mean, it's probably sculpted into those abs somewhere, right? No, nah, it's probably... His abs probably <laughs> ate it. Just <laughs> saved it for later. And finally, the last little bit... Oh, that makes so much sense. What's that? Triple Indy said he's the one who battles the axe. Yeah. He, he is. The final boss is a dude with a giant axe. Right. Axe battler. Battles axes. Right. It just makes sense. Still don't get it. It's fine. Next. <laughs> uh, this is the most realist interpretation of karate I have ever seen. It's international karate with uh, Ken and Ryu tryhards just, just, just fucking shit up. If so, I can be quite honest, this, this shit stinks like shit. So this is what happens when you say you can't play Fortnite, you're going training, you're actually punching dudes in red, like, karate geese outside the Statue of Liberty. He's sort of patting him on the shoulder. <laughs> While the other guy, like, what even is that? Like, I can see what they're trying to say there. He's trying to do a, 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 a reverse block, but it's all wrong. It just looks like the Statue of Liberty has been asset flipped, like just completely horizontally flipped. And instead of side-eyeing, the dude's doing karate is looking the other way. <laughs> Anyway, that's bad game art over on Instagram. So be sure to go in there and have a good old chuckle. That's it's, so it's quite, quite, <laughs> quite a fun time. There's uh, some real disturbing stuff coming up. Like, oh, you yeah. just see that uh, if the FBI ever gets to my phone and has a look through it, I'm in trouble. I have, if possible, if not, post show is fine. There mm. is a trailer that I need you to see specifically. We will do that in post-show. Okay. If you'd like to join us over in the post-show, head on over to hackthedino.com and be sure to sign up at the post-show level. I will post it in the Discord later for those who don't get to see the post-show. Oh, Because oh, it's geez. brilliant. But it's there's so also other stuff you can check out over on hackthedino.com, such as go and uh, rate our uh, podcast over on Spotify now. You know, you can do that. Head on over to Spotify, give us five stars. Head on over to Apple iTunes, give us five stars. Give us less stars if you want, but uh, we'll come around and mess you up. Uh, you can head on over to youtube.com backslash hackthedino as well and find us on YouTube where I put up daily shorts, also over on our TikTok and uh, other social medias, Instagram, all of those things. Check us out, hackthedino.com. Uh, Dino only fans. No. No, okay. Uh, th this is this is generally where the show stops here, right here, <laughs> right 